Welcome back, everybody. This is TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. And this is the final match of the quarterfinals. The winner will face Denmark. Today it is Ukraine versus England. England doing a little traveling, leaving Wembley for Olympico in Rome. That's 900 miles for England. That's over 3,800 miles for Ukraine. And Ukraine, this is found money for them. They are a good squad, but they're 24th in the world, taking on the fourth-ranked English squad that certainly leaped over a hurdle with their 2-0 win over Germany. Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane scored, Grealish with two assists. This should be a fantastic match with the call. It's Ian Dennis, Matthew Upson. So we take you now live to Rome. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. England haven't conceded in 572 minutes of football. Walker, Maguire, Stones and Shaw, the back four. Rice and Phillips will sit. Sancho, Mount, Sterling and the England captain, Harry Kane. How are you feeling, Matt Upson? Hyped. Benno, honestly hyped. Standing here, national anthem, just sends a shiver down your spine. Seeing the England players all together, and especially the bench, the coaching staff, that real togetherness that has taken England so far in this tournament. Just so excited for this game. And the referee is from Germany, Felix Vrieck. So after England have knocked out Germany, there might still be a German who has a say. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's settled in terms of the football. We're almost ready to get underway. Don't forget, whenever it's on BBC television, as Ukraine kick off and the England players take the knee on the first whistle. So there'll have to be a restart. The England players took the knee. That was a false start. Felix Brink now will blow his whistle and England are ready to go. But when it's on BBC television, you have the option to listen also and watch through the BBC iPlayer to BBC Radio 5 Live. The quarterfinal is underway from home to Rome. Forget where all the roads lead to. England will want to be winding their way to Wembley as a nation expects and Denmark lie in wait. White shirts and navy shorts playing from right to left. Ukraine in all yellow. As we are sat a long, long way away in this expansive, vast arena. But it is an iconic stadium. And Gareth Southgate knows all about the success. We were talking before in the studio about being on a yellow card. He himself was on a yellow card when England battled and put in a commanding performance against Italy here in Rome in 1997 to qualify for the World Cup in 98. England, they'll take the clean sheet. They're used to those, but they'll want a goal to go with it as well as Maguire comes forward and Shaw high up the pitch on the left-hand side. Sterling looking to turn. Sidorczyk though will clear the ball away. They're going to sit in. They've got the five at the back. And Yarmolenko at the minute is isolated high up front as we watch here inside the Stadio Olimpico. Despite it not being anywhere near full, it's still a great atmosphere, Matt. It certainly feels it, doesn't it, at the moment. The noise, the atmosphere is ringing around the ground. England off to a pretty decent start. You can tell they wanted to get after the ball. And as you mentioned, Ukraine may sit back a little bit, but it just allows Harry Maguire, who with one of his first touches, I just love the way he steps out with the ball. He has really close, quick touches into the space. If they're going to sit back, he's the type of player that can just drive into those holes and find a pass. 
England have four players on a yellow card. A booking would rule them out of the semi-final against the Danes should England progress. Three of that quartet are starting. Maguire, Rice and Phillips in the midfield. There are a number of Ukrainian players who are also on a, a yellow card as Sterling collects the ball on this near side midway through the Ukrainian half. And those players are Shaparenko, Yarmolenko and Sidorchuk. Shaw in field. Sidorchuk there quickly comes under pressure and it's back with Shaw once again. Gareth Southgate wasn't happy how they didn't really settle in the opening quarter of an hour against Germany. They'll be looking to change that. They're seeing a lot of the ball inside towards Phillips. Closed down quickly by Sidorchuk over onto that far side. And it's with Sancho looking to combine with Mason Mount. And then the ball is played back with Kyle Walker. Comes inside. Every outfield player is already in the Euro Ukrainian half. So England looking to try and force Ukraine back. Very much the underdogs Ukraine. Never been in this position before. Uncharted territory for Andrei Shevchenko and co. Sancho on the right-hand side. Infield. There was a challenge there on... Mason Mount, who went to, uh, to ground inside the penalty area, waved away by Felix Brick once again, Sancho. Remember when he made his debut against Croatia and Rijeka, and it was a very good cameo role for about 12 minutes, very promising. Since then with England, I don't think we've seen him go on the outside and attack players as much as you would maybe like. Sterling, though, plays the ball in. Here is Harry Kane! England leads! What the perfect start! England lead by goal to nil! Just over! Well, if you want to settle the nerves, that's the way to do it. England probing and probing right from the kickoff. Ukraine sat so deep, a back five with three sat in front. No interest in getting out, but this is about Raheem Sterling. Cuts inside. It's a fabulous pass. I actually, I don't know how he sees it, if I'm honest. I think he just sees the space. Harry Kane just gets himself onside, and that's a real striker's finish. He had to lift the ball. As the goalkeeper was coming out, Bushan, he sees him come out, he's big. It's a fabulous finish, it just ricochets off Bushan's chest. But that little bit of lift from Harry Kane just to poke it past into the corner of the net. It's a brilliant start from England and a fantastic pass from Raheem Sterling. He was on the stretch, but he guided the ball past Bushan. And Chris Waddle back in the studio, England could not have made a better start than this 1-0 yeah I think they've done the homework Ian they pressed from the off they played really high they pushed them back and the, the back three which don't obviously don't play the back three a lot were all over the shop and Harry Kane I've got to say it was a wonderful finish it was a toe poke but they're not easy to do the last 23 games England have had 19 different scorers 53 goals of which 22 have been scored by either Kane or Sterling make that 23 from 54 England's captain leading from the front as we welcome listeners to the BBC World Service wherever you are in the world good evening from the Stadio Olimpico where England have just taken the lead through Harry Kane after four minutes and Ukraine are gonna have to come out now Zinchenko over on the far side Sidorchuk all in yellow playing from left to right that must surely just release a little bit of the pressure valve, Matt Upson. Absolutely, yes, a way to take the pressure off and just settle the nerves, isn't it? An early goal, but 
I'm just reflecting on that pass from Raheem Serling. I mean, to see that see Harry Kane in space was incredible. Juranczyk has the shot, charged down well by Stone, spins into the air, attacked by Shaw. The England supporters in that bank of stands that stretches far back away towards our right-hand side. With a chant of footballs coming home. Many in the replica white, the red. There is a little bit of yellow in there that they'll be subdued at the moment, those Ukrainian supporters. Because that is a real setback for the underdogs. And Zinchenko said they had to have the game of their lives tonight. That wasn't in the script as far as Ukraine were concerned to concede so early. No, well, just before the, the goal, they'd sat so deep. They really had. There was, there was no real in, intent to get out. The back five was sat in there. And England had to move the ball quickly. You just looked at it and thought it's going to be one of them games where if a team sits deep and you're too slow with the ball, they're going to be able to sit in. But the speed at which Raheem Sterling sees that pass, it just wasn't, it just didn't seem on from, from where he was. But he sees the space, he sees where Kane is. The weight of pass was fabulous. And Harry Kane, our talisman, he, he's back. Harry Kane is in form, scoring goals. And it certainly was a confident finish. His 36th goal for England in his 59th appearance for his country and it takes him a little bit nearer towards Michael Owen and that tally of 40 it's just a question of when that he'll even surpass Owen, Greaves, Lineker, Charlton and Wayne Rooney not forgetting the own goals which are currently top with 53 with Wayne himself at the top of the England scoring charge Karabayev was fouled by Sterling, it's a free kick that Shaparenko is going to take on this right-hand side and it's Harry Kane back on defensive duties to get the ball away Yarmolenko back with a header to Shaparenko and England still yet to concede of course in these Euros will now push on out as the ball goes back just inside the Ukrainian half and it's with Zabani out towards the far side the left and Ukraine will come all the way back once inside to Krivsov once more very experienced central defender but England lead by a goal to nil here is Sidorchuk right of the centre circle passing the ball now to Zinchenko playing in the centre of midfield the Manchester City player Sidorchuk, Shaparenko coming forward Karabayev on this near side the right diagonal ball cut out by Phillips Zinchenko Shaparenko, Ukraine having the ball at the minute, but they're in that middle third of the field, Matt. Yeah, I'm just, just looking at, at Luke Shaw as well. When it goes in there, he's, he's happy to go as tight, he, as tight as he wants. I mean, the security that he must feel with Maguire tucked inside and Calvin Phillips as well just comes across. It gives Luke Shaw that assurance to really go tight and press. The ball is brilliant for England, allows the back four to get up, be nice and solid, but not vulnerable really. So, you know, that organisation with Rice and Phillips in front is really looking good so far at the start of this game. That's Matt Upson. He, like Harry Kane, has scored in a major tournament for his country when Matt played, of course, in the World Cup in South Africa in 2010. And I did notice earlier that Fabio Capello is, uh, is here tonight watching on the former England manager. But nowhere near did Fabio Capello was able to generate the same level of spirit that Gareth Southgate has with these set of England players and looking to build on that success that they had in reaching the last four of the World Cup in 2018. You'd have to go back to the days of Sir Alf Ramsey for England to feature in back-to-back -back semi-finals at a major tournament.
What's that? 53 years ago, 66 and 68, although 68 was a slightly different format. But England lead by a goal to nil. That will have settled the nerves. Certainly it's been a very confident and composed start. Maguire once again forward. Shaw then towards Sterling, who will get the assist. Takes the throw on the left. All the way back towards Maguire. And although the muggy night here, what was it, 28 degrees at, uh, at kick-off time, the fact that England are already ahead... They are, they've assumed control straight yeah. away. It's, it's been a disappointing start from Ukraine. I don't mean, obviously, that the goal was poor organisation and, and what have you, but, I mean, look at the intensity here. There's, there's no intention of, of pressing the ball midway in their own half. They're just sitting off. And the way England are knocking it about and, and Maguire stepping in, they're finding little overload. Shaw's pulling wide or, or coming inside. The movement's pretty good. At the moment, England looking really comfortable in possession. Here is Maguire, just short of the halfway line, forward ball, Mason Mount back in the starting lineup, back towards Maguire once again, and now he will spread it out, and it's collected by Declan Rice, just over the halfway line, Rice, Phillips is an option inside, in the centre circle is Stones, Ukraine have just dropped off, and at the minute there's no real pressure, as the ball then is played towards Kane, the little flick didn't quite come off, now Ukraine will break, Yuranchuk running forward, can they get enough yellow shirts in support? Yarmolenko has peeled out towards the right. He'll come inside onto his left, but no, he doesn't. He crosses with his right, and it's cleared away by Declan Rice. Great cover from Declan Rice. Sensed the danger, dropped into the, the six-yard box line. Harry Maguire just showed Yarmolenko onto his right foot. You feel that's the right thing in that situation. Don't allow him to cut inside on his left, and Rice is in there to mop up the cross that didn't make it through. He doesn't have the pace, does he, Yarmolenko? No. No, he's one of those that wants to drop a shoulder, flick inside onto his favoured left foot, or cross the ball with the outside of his left foot, which we've seen him do brilliantly. He's got a fabulous outside of the, of the right boot, but he's not going to run past anyone, that's for sure. Throw on that far side, England lead by a goal to nil. Harry Kane after four minutes. Ukraine, a little bit starstruck at the moment. They've uh, they've not settled into the game at all. The uh, the Ukrainians. Does it, does it settle the nerves a little bit? Then I feel a bit calmer now after that. I do. I don't know about you. It's been a, it's been a long day. I mean, I was at <laughs> breakfast this morning from seven o'clock UK time, and I've had feelings of waves of nervousness, yeah. apprehension, yeah. excitement. But throughout all that, optimistic throughout. Absolutely, and confident. There's like been an air of confidence, you know, talking before. You feel confident about it, but it's just great to get that early goal. Walker seizes on a space and darts into it. Gets there first, charges on the right-hand side, looks for the cutback. It'll go out for a throw over on that far side. Fabulous anticipation from Carl Walker. Sensed the loose pass, stepped on it know exactly what he's got in the department of running especially in a straight line when he gets a gallop on there's not many people that can live with him now it's with stones they go back they still have that control cross towards Shaw on this near side Shaw waits interesting that Shaw is actually wearing a a long sleeve shirt isn't he on what uh, is such a, a balmy night here in uh, in Rome Walker then back towards Calvin Phillips Remember coming here with Leeds United over 20 years ago and Alan Smith and Jonathan Woodgate putting in a stellar performance in the Champions League. And uh, Sven Joran Eriksson was waiting to take over as the uh, the England manager. You've had Calvin Phillips has been 
one of the uh, the heroes in this England side starting every game of course in this Euro campaign as they try and work in and play Sancho over on that far side I think Luke Shaw's even got skins on underneath his shirt I think he's got two he's got an underlay shirt on and the the match shirt which is short sleeve from from here from what I can see so yeah, it must be uh, not too hot must be a little bit chilly Deno perhaps I don't think anyone could ever <laughs> describe tonight on this sticky evening as chilly. It's not ch sticky in terms of the scoreline if you support England, only if you are of Ukrainian persuasion, because England lead by a goal to nil. Sure, back inside towards Maguire. But they're comfortable on the ball. I mean, there's Rice dropping back in alongside the central defenders. Ball play forward. That was quite hard, and he bounced away from Mason Mount. They're looking for the run of... Yarmolenko, but it's played behind him. But because Yaramchuk is coming back, Yarmolenko is being isolated. And, and, and Harry Maguire can cope with Yarmolenko pace. So can John Stone. So they can afford to, to, to push forward and leave that at times 1v1 or 2v1 for sure. But sometimes there's a little 1v1 because Yarmolenko isn't going to outpace Stones or Maguire, you don't feel. So England very comfortable. I mean, Ukraine have been very disappointed in terms of they've almost handed that superiority to England with the way they've approached the start of this game. And I'm all for you know being a bit cautious at time if you are the underdog, but I would have thought they'd have come out of the traps a little bit quicker than what they have. Let's go pitch side, Juliet Farrington. I'm watching Gareth Southgate. He's made notes already. Jordan Pickford, though, so animated. It's like as if he's kicking and moving every ball. He's had a pop at Harry Maguire. He's had a pop at Calvin Phillips. He's had a pop at John Stones. And when Harry Kane scored early on, I think he celebrated more than the England fans did behind me. Jordan Pickford, I've never seen him like this, but I've never been so close to him either. So animated so far. Jordan Pickford was speaking in the build-up to the game as well and a lot was uh, was made about how he charges it, berates and barks at his defenders in front of him as the ball is headed back to, uh, to Jordan Pickford and he was basically just saying it's not as heated as you may think, I'm not as angry as that but because of the noise I've got to try and get my message across. He also revealed that he had a, a phone call from uh, Rafa Benitez, the new Everton manager, on Wednesday night to wish him well, as that pass has been just sold a little bit short to Stones. Yuramchuk is in here. Yuramchuk running at Stones in the penalty area, and Pickford called into question, and he spoons the ball behind at his near post, behind for a corner. Well, that's the first real mistake of the game from England. A loose ball in that area of the pitch, really dangerous. Carl Walker tries to slip it back to John Stones. Yuramchuk seizes on the ball. But I have to say, Stones, even though Yuramchuk gets his shot off with his left foot to the near post of Jordan Pickford, he shows him down the right alley, gets him wide of the goal, allows Pickford to have that angle, and it's a sharp save from the England goalkeeper down to his right-hand side. Corner, it's an outswinger from the left-hand side, it's headed away, Maguire was in there, Rice gets a little touch as well. Ukraine trailing by a goal to nil, get the ball back, played on the inside. Sidorchuk, this is now with Shaparenko. Plays it out towards that left-hand side where Zinchenko waits and England now will push out, leading by a goal to nil. BBC Radio 5 Live, 17 minutes played, live inside the Stadio Olimpico this quarter-final. We'll have Italy-Spain live on Tuesday for you from Wembley and then on Wednesday, Denmark, after their 2-1 victory against the Czech Republic, await the winners of this. Zinchenko coming inside, creates the overlap, tries to play the ball forward, linking up with Yarmolenko, and then Rice just puts his right foot through that 
and drills it away downfield. It's the instinctive position, that defensive instinctive position that Declan Rice picks up is so good. It's, it's such a mature head for a player of his age, it really is. He just senses that the, the instinct, that moment, the hole to drop in, the ball pops in there and he clears it. But I'm looking at, at Jordan Pickford, Denno. It's like he's playing the game with gestures, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, if something doesn't go right, he's gesturing with his hands. He's so animated in that goal. And to say he had nothing to do for the opening period of the game, probably 16, 15 minutes, and then to make a save like that just shows you that mentally he's in the game and he's tuned in. Yeah, it's one of the, the biggest attributes I think that you probably need as a, an international goalkeeper, that concentration. You can go long spells without being involved and then all of a sudden you've got to be switched on. And certainly Jordan Pickford was, as Sterling coming forward now for England, trying to release the ball towards Sancho. Is that a temporary switch or is Sancho now playing on the left and Sterling on the right as the ball is put out of play? Yeah, I think they've just recently switched it over. Whether or not they just feel that change, Sancho coming inside onto his right foot, but... I mean, Raheem Sterling's always already caused serious problems with that ball for the goal, coming inside and doing exactly that. Whether or not it's just temporary or they're just going to play around with it during the game and just ask a different question of the Ukraine. There's going to be a drinks break uh, whilst the Ukrainian player on that far side is getting some treatment. I think it may well be Matvienko who is, uh, is hobbling at the moment. So England taking a lot of liquid refreshment on board and we can get the thoughts of uh, Chris Waddle. Chris, how are, how are you feeling? Are you satisfied with the England performance 20 minutes in? It's a strange game here, to be fair. I mean, it's uh, the goal, great moving on the front foot, pressing uh, Ukraine. You can see Ukraine don't like that type of team of player pressing up against them. Uh, and then as soon as they scored, they've dropped off and they've encouraged Ukraine to have the ball and they've played some nice little triangles. They've had one chance, which was a good save by Pickford. I'd just like to sing and just up the tempo a little bit more. You know, it's all right when you... You're protecting the lead, but when you drop off completely, which they have at spells, uh, they've given Ukraine a lot of confidence. Um, and I'd like to see them get down the right-hand side a little bit more. Kyle Walker's on for, for fun. You can get Kyle Walker the ball any time, uh, and then he could link up with Sancho a bit more. That's Chris Waddle, who's... Uh, we'll hear more from Chris a little later on. He's in the studio with Mark Chapman, as well as Micah Richards and Karen Carney. We've got Matt Upson alongside me here. Uh, an established central defender. You know, the reason I know that is that Terry Butcher said you had to be play over 20 times for your country to be seen Ooh. as an established England international. Oh, I've just squeaked over You've him. Just squeaked just over the it. line. But uh, we're here inside the Stadio Olimpico, and England are leading by a goal to nil as play is back underway. Ball pumped long by Bushchan, headed away by Maguire. England emulating what Germany did in 2016 with four clean sheets in the Euros. Germany didn't manage that five years ago in France, although they did go through in their quarter-final after a 1-1 draw against Italy, winning on penalties. England will hope to maintain it. And in fact, it would actually be a new English record because um, they've not conceded in six. They've never achieved seven clean sheets. England, 1966. 74, 75, 1983, 2006, and more recently in 2019. It's an England side that is wanting to break records and create little bits of history wherever it goes. They lead by a goal to nil. Since that drinks break, they have just gone back to the same side, Sterling and Sancho. Sancho on the right, now on the ball. 
and Sterling has drifted back onto the left-hand side but it's that pass into the middle of the park that's a little bit dangerous from England at times they have to be careful with that Sancho linking up with Mount now with Sterling Sterling on the overlap Shaw cuts the ball back nobody there as it played in from the left-hand side there was nobody to meet it coming the inside right channel and it's been cleared away by Michaelenko over on that far side for Ukraine Loved the speed of that attack from England. Brilliant play from Sancho. Came inside with the ball, slipped a little pass off, and Shaw instantly recognised it on the opposite side. Got on the overlap, got played in himself, and it's a decent little cutback from Shaw. Just a shame there wasn't anyone arriving. Maybe Calvin Phillips in that area of the pitch just to smash the ball at the goal. He did something very, very similar in one of the warm-up games at Middlesbrough's Riverside Stadium where he was on the right, linked up with Grealish, came in field and actually it was Sancho who hit a right-footed curling effort onto the crossbar in that uh, second warm-up match. But that was more lively and better from Sancho coming yeah. in but we haven't seen him actually go on the outside of his man yet. No, he hasn't faced up, he hasn't had that space to just have a 1v1, maybe one time coming into the box when he tried to get around the outside but it hasn't been in that position much. A lot of the threat has come on this left-hand side for England and Luke Shaw is playing very high. He really is releasing himself very early because that ball started on the right-hand side and for a left-back in a back four to be that advanced is really identifying when he can go and the security of Rice just dropping into that pocket of space that Shaw leaves just gives him that security to be able to be free to go. But I know you've been impressed with Karabayev who's the right-wing back for Ukraine and once you've got Shaw going one way that gives him something to think about, doesn't it? It certainly does. You want to keep him back and sometimes the, the best form of defence is attack and Luke Shaw's definitely been advanced in this game. England lead by a goal to nil. We've been playing for 23 minutes on BBC Radio 5 Live as Phillips brings it down off the chest and knocks the ball back to Pickford. And on the, uh, the white shirts and navy shorts, it's passed out towards Shaw on this near side, the left. And then Shaw back to... Maguire of course they sampled the Stadio Olimpico when they were here with Manchester United in the Europa League semi-final back in uh, in May en route to the uh, to the final Shaw and Maguire that was just before Maguire of course picked up that injury that at one stage could have easily jeopardized his participation in these European championships but it's a third successive start and he's very happy with his fitness after speaking with him yesterday England lead 1-0. Patient, quite slow actually in terms of the build-up. Now with Walker on the halfway line, forward to Sancho. Sancho with an opportunity to run at Michaelenko. Again, comes on the inside, finds Declan Rice, lets it come across his body, plays it out towards Shaw. Shaw back with Rice. Rice strides forward with the ball. Just in from the touchline on this near side, the left, playing from right to left as we look. And England go back, but once again, they've... they've Getting the better of possession, currently 54% in favour of, uh, of England. And now it's with, uh, with Walker. I mean, you're, you're not going to break a line with a pass every time, but the moment England have that opportunity to wrap that pass forwards, or just in between the Ukraine defenders, they're getting so many bodies back in the midfield that it really is on for, for Sancho to play that little one-two inside and come inside and then linking up with, with Kane or whoever's stepping in from the midfield, Rice, Phillips, Sterling's coming inside the pitch a little bit if they manoeuvre the ball quick enough they're going to cause all sorts of problems to this Ukraine team who are just sitting back and if England hit the right pass at the right time they've certainly got the space to exploit it's comfortable for England at the moment and bearing in mind that each of England's pre three, three previous quarter-finals at the Euros have all gone to extra time and penalties 
where they beat Spain in 96 but lost their last two to Portugal and Italy. England at the minute are comfortable. The scoreline though remains a slender one. Just got visions now of people listening to Five Live or listening and watching and thinking, why did he have to mention that stat? Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's just concentrate on this game and where we're at now. But certainly, I mean, 25 minutes in, England are ahead. Yeah. Haven't created much actually since that opportunity. In fact, I don't think they have created anything since that goal. But apart from the lapse in concentration that let in Yaramchuk, as England with Sterling inside the penalty area. Sterling, does he get a sight of goal? He had the shot. The angle was tight, probably against him. Mount was probably in a better position. Yaramchuk is a, a heavy pass. Walker's back pass and Pickford will come out, lets it come towards him. He's not phased by the presence of Yarmolenko and in fact just slides it in short towards Rice. That's how composed he was at the back. But then Shaw has given the ball away and it's won back by Shaparenko. Shaw did well there just to carry on and try and win that ball. Rice came out to challenge, but it needed Luke Shaw to get hold of that ball. But those, those situations that we just saw there, when the turnover of possession comes in, the organisation of Stones, Maguire, Rice with Yarmolenko and Yeremchuk in front there has to be spot on. It was in that occasion, England dealt with it comfortably. Get hold of the ball, start another attack. But any lapse in concentration there, you could find yourself in big trouble. England don't do easy anyway when it comes to quarterfinals. I mean, they've actually only won four of their 12 previous quarterfinals in, uh, in major tournaments. And the one against Sweden um, in Samara in, in Russia three years ago was the, uh, the most comfortable scoreline of them all when they won by two goals to nil through goals from Maguire and Deli Alley. Here in this one, it's not the yellow of Sweden, it's the yellow of Ukraine, but England are at least ahead. And we're approaching the half hour as Ukraine pass the ball back. Cliffs off inside the penalty area. One of the three central defenders chips it up. Maguire will get there before Yarmolenko. He's headed towards Sterling. Looks to roll away from Zabani. Sterling now left-hand side of the penalty area. Shaw behind him, controls the ball left-footed, almost at a nice walking pace. Sterling waits, he was tripped. German referee will give the free kick. And England now, who are yet to score from a set-piece, might have an opportunity to deliver the ball in from the left-hand side. Good to see England on that press, high up the pitch as we started the game. We don't want to step off and allow the Ukraine to feel comfortable. It was a really good press which led to a long ball in the air. Maguire against Yarmolenko. There's only going to be one winner. Raheem Sterling got his body in brilliantly. He started the game so well. Looks really sharp, physical with his body, holding the ball up. And wins a free kick in a really dangerous position with Luke Shaw hovering over it. I think that's Jaden Sancho as well, isn't he, on, with his right foot. Looks like it could be Shaw, though. Shaw will be the outswinger. It is Shaw, and it comes now, and Kane's header just over the top. Climbed high, just couldn't keep the header down. England lead by a goal to nil. 29 minutes played. Difficult ball to keep on target. He's got no momentum really coming into it. He has his little run, and he stops and jumps up vertically. Tries to get over the top of it, but very difficult to get the ball down. For you, Sterling, one of the players of the tournament? I think he's been excellent start of this game and other games yet. Yeah, I would say that he could be the player of the tournament. His, his mentality, he looks strong. He's been physical with his body in this game and he want, wants to back in. You know, he might be a little bit smaller in stature than, than who he's playing against in all back three of, of the Ukraine defenders. But Zabarini on this right-hand side, but he certainly uses his body brilliantly. Just backs in, holds players off. Now when he's pressing as well, really good press from the front. 
that pass then oh, I mean I found it hard to see that pass from up here so how he's seen it from, from ground level just to flip that little ball into the space it was fabulous I mean Harry Kane was practically almost hiding behind the defender he's trying to get back on side which he did brilliantly so just to wait that pass into that hole of space was absolute world class moment from Raheem Sterling thrilled for him remember being in France five years ago there was a section of England support that was actually booing Raheem Sterling which really affected him speaking to Daniel Sturridge in Chantilly and Daniel Sturridge had to give what I think was about a nine ten minute interview with me just coming out and supporting him when he described him as his brother and so to see him go full circle and in fact Roy Hodgson um, actually called Raheem Sterling into the England squad just for the experience against Ukraine nine years ago he then later made his debut against Sweden in 2012 so he's been in and around the England setup for a long long time and he is undoubtedly one of the star players as Sancho on that far right hand side England lead by a goal to nil trying to go on the outside of Michalenko and succeeds as well but then Michalenko just dives in at the right moment wins the ball and it goes out for a throw and we've got about 14 minutes to go to half time on this muggy night in, in Rome Ukraine nil, England won that's the moment why Sancho's in the team just to try and isolate Michalenko on that, le that left hand side of the Ukraine doesn't quite pull it off tries to drop his shoulder but to be fair to him the Ukrainian defender just stood his ground didn't really overcommit, forced him wide he won the throw in wide but I think those opportunities for that isolation space is so tight are going to be few and far between when he gets the ball there he really has to make the most of it so it's actually now over 600 minutes since England last conceded a goal Yakov Moda was the, the Brighton and Hove Albion player was the last person to score against England in Poland's 2-1 defeat at the end of March Ukraine Ooh. that could have cannoned anywhere as it's eventually hooked away by Makalenko deep inside their own half on that far side the left Sancho turns and runs forward into a bit of space Harry Kane on the inside it's with Mason Mount on the far side Walker joining the attack as well Sancho tries to slide it forward, breaks back to Mount, in comes the early cross, headed away by Kristoff under pressure, they were trying to get Kane in there, he'd made that run in towards the near post, England just try and pick it up once more, Shaw, Sterling level with the penalty area, Shaw runs on ahead of him, Sterling waits, he goes on the outside of Karabayev, he's into the penalty area, he cuts the ball back, partially cleared, comes out to Declan Rice, what a hammer shot that was, beaten away by the goalkeeper, didn't really know much about it from the West Ham player, moved in the air but Ukraine survived and England were close to a second goal well Raheem Sterling on absolute fire at the moment the Ukrainians don't know how to handle him they've got no clue how to deal with this lad absolute brilliant play from him just commits the defender slows it up slows it up when he puts the burners on none of them can live with him he sees the space on the outside brilliant play the ball into the box it comes out to the edge Declan Rice has a touch it's a real thunderous strike luckily for Bushan he's straight at him he's able to parry it away but all Raheem Sterling again creating these opportunities for England it didn't move it moved in the air yeah, though, didn't it it did a little bit it was lucky it was straight at him the goalkeeper just got his hands up and parried it straight out into the edge of the box but I'm, I'm so impressed with the edge of the box when the ball is wide we've got players like Rice Phillips the two centre-backs they're so quick on the front foot for any loose ball coming out of the box at the moment Chris Waddle 
back in the studio. Yeah, I've got to say, when uh, when England up the tempo, uh, Ukraine can't live with them. That was a great strike by Rice. Good, great work by Sterling down the left-hand side. A great strike. Good save. Good reaction save. But when they up that tempo, which Sterling did, they injected a bit of pace and they pushed them back. They can't defend very well, and there's more goals there for England. But it's just trying to keep that tempo up. Yeah, it, uh, although to be fair to you, Chris, you said that at the start, didn't you? You said that if England go at Ukraine, they will struggle. Yeah, they will, because they can't defend it. They're not, without the ball, Ukraine are a very weak side, I think, defensively. But when they have the ball, you can see that a lot of them have got good technique. They can play little triangles. They keep the ball moving well. But if when England press them and win the ball back high, they don't know how to defend. Kristoff, I don't think he's going to be able to continue. That's why there's been a stoppage in play. So hey, Kristoff, the 30-year-old who plays for Shakhtar Donetsk, um, he's wincing a little bit, he's hobbling, and he doesn't look like he's in a position to continue. And how they change things around now for Andrei Shevchenko and his uh, Italian assistant, Mauro Tassotti, who they were at Milan together. He draws heavily on his technical expertise they're going to have to make a change because Krisov is going to be substituted and for the minute Ukraine oh no here comes the uh, the change um, and it's going to be an attacking change so they are going to change things around now because this is uh, not a defender who's come on it's Viktor Tsihankov who's coming on it's his fourth substitute appearance described as the golden boy of Ukrainian football a left winger also can play on the uh, on the right hand side so let's just see how Ukraine change things around I, th I think it's M Mikhalenko's dropped to the left side centre back from what I can see and I think Matvienko's probably just tucked inside into the middle of the back three the number 22 Matvienko's now playing central of the three from how it looks and the midfield players come on onto the left hand side like you say he's a left sided player looks to have kept the same shape just that personnel change been linked with uh, a number of uh, Premier League clubs as uh, Viktor Sihankov who a uh, very important player for Dinamo Kiev England lead by a goal to nil under 10 minutes to go to half time we're live inside the Stadio Olimpico and after tonight's match Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton will be taking your calls on 6.06 from a quarter past 10. 08085 909 and 693. Zinchenko to Yaramchuk. Out to Michalenko on that far side. Back in field once more. Sehankov gets on the ball now, tries to play the ball outside. Then they come back and then they go all the way back to Matvienko. Forward now to Yaramchuk. Out towards the left, ball played in towards Zinchenko. First time ball to Yaramchuk, cuts it back. Yarmolenko is there. Zinchenko tries to get the shot away. Quickly snuffed out though by Mason Mount inside the penalty area. And England, do they get? They'll get a free kick on that far side. Half a chance. Was half a chance, and that man Mason Mount read it really well, dropping back into that position. It's such a collective defensive effort from England at the moment all over the pitch but it's nice play that one touch pass was lovely Zinchenko saw the run but that's great instinct from Mason Mount gets back in makes the first tackle the ball pops loose then clears it straight after that really important interception just looking at the way they're lining up now Matt it looks like they've gone to a back four Ukraine yeah well it's hard to tell Yarmolenko on this on this right hand side it could possibly they could possibly have just switched to a four with 
with Matt Vienko and Zabrini as the two centre-backs just sat in there which they have played before they're the centre-back partnership if they do play a back four you feel they're going to have to change something whether or not they'll do it now or at half time because at the moment they're really getting dominated by England they've had a couple of half chances mainly through England errors but they're not really trying to push the ball or, or press too high well they're going to have to have a go at uh, at some period I mean they're still without a clean sheet in the uh, in the Euros they've actually beaten the record that was previously held by Romania now it's uh, 11 matches that they've competed in the European Championship finals Ukraine and they've never kept a clean sheet it's the first time that they're in the knockout stages they're in the quarterfinals but they trail by a goal to nil and we have under seven minutes of normal time remaining England lead through that early Harry Kane goal he's since headed one over and Rice has had a shot beaten out by Buschan. Pickford has just had one save to make at the uh, at the other end. England, though, by and large, have dominated the half. They have. I mean, back to Chris Waddle's point in the sense that the, the tempo. I think the impressive thing from England has been that, it, that they've changed the tempo when needed. It has gone slow at times, and maybe that's deliberate, just to try and lure Ukraine into feeling that they're comfortable. But when they have gone at it, it really has been quick. And Sterling's been at the heart of that, making those aggressive choices and moving quickly. And when England do, they really do open them up. But it, you're right, Deno, it does look like a back four now. Sterling plays the ball in. Shaw with a cutback. The turn from Sergio. Shoots straight at the goalkeeper, but Shan spills it. Ukraine get the ball away. The flag was up anyway. Flag has been raised on that far side. Again, Sterling's vision to play the ball in towards Shaw. Actually, Shaw looked like Shaw's he was onside. Shaw's onside. The offside is, is, the, is the ricochet here, I think, on the second. Shaw's definitely not on, offside from that picture, but I felt like Sancho, he almost tried to swivel and reverse it into the opposite corner. Instead of getting a really clean strike on it and putting it into the near post, he tried to drag it across the, the, the goal from how it looks. Didn't quite get the strike that he needed, but you're right, Raheem Sterling, lovely pass again through to Luke Shaw, who's been a brilliant attacking asset for England in this game. That could have really topped the week off for, uh, for Jaden Sancho to, uh, to get what would be his fourth goal for his country. But after his six minutes that he made uh, against the Czech Republic as a substitute, it's his first start here tonight. And after, of course, this week making that protracted move to Manchester United, he could have put England 2-0 up. As it is, they still lead by a goal to nil. Ukraine, Sihankov plays the ball back. Zinchenko, Sihankov tries to turn. Ukraine get round the back and it's turned behind for a, a corner kick. It was a, an opportunity there that Yuramchuk was just trying to play the ball in and England had to be alert. Kyle Walker had to be careful. He didn't quite know what to do. I think he was half thinking that Pickford might come. He wasn't going to make it out there, Jordan Pickford, and he just put his arm across to try and block him. He had to pull out of it in the end. He was going to give a penalty away. Luckily, England had bodies back and stones covered well. Corner outswinger delivered from the left-hand side, but it's curled in and out and then back in, and it'll be a goal kick to uh, to England. But again, there's just the odd warning sign, isn't there? Absolutely. I mean, both teams looking dangerous when the ball's played one touch. The one-touch play is the change of tempo. That's that quick pass that catches people out. And at times, the game's been played really slow in, from both teams. But when they speed it up, it really does exploit the space and it just catches the defence unaware. I'm sure Gareth Southgate and the England team will need not reminding about what happened in Amsterdam in their opening game where it looked like Ukraine were not necessarily 
are going to get off to a winning start. They trailed 2-0 against the Netherlands and then all of a sudden they fought back to 2-2 and then eventually lost by three goals to two. They have been very much a Jekyll and Hyde outfit during these European Championships, but they will have spirit. There will become a time when they will want to go down fighting and uh, England will certainly want to add to the lead that they have as we are about three minutes of normal time away from half-time on BBC Radio 5 Live, live inside the Stadio Olimpico. To see who will play Denmark after that 2-1 victory that the Danes had against the Czech Republic a little earlier today. Zabani at the back, now inside to Matvienko. Juranchuk looking for Zinchenko, again England clear. Zinchenko up against many of his former Manchester City teammates, of course. Yeah, I think I think you could be right with the back. It's sometimes hard to tell with with the way they're split, but it looks like a back four. Sidorchuk is playing very central. He looks like he's just sitting right in front of the two centre backs, the Ukrainian number five, just trying to orchestrate things in the midfield with, with Zinchenko just ahead of him. Zinchenko on that far side, the other left, he's coming in play, inside now, and now it's with Yaramchuk to Yarmolenko, he pops the ball up, Michaelenko chests the ball back, lifted into the penalty area, good header away by Shaw, fired back in then by Shaparenko, and off target, but it was a good 30 yards out from goal, but that was better from Ukraine. It was nice, nice play really gaining a little bit of confidence. They've got clever players in and around the box. Yarmolenko especially just tries to lift the ball over the defence. The ball spins out. The shot was always going wide, but the England players at times are having to really get back in numbers and just cover the space. It's a little bit frantic, not as organised as what they'd hope, not quite as controlled as what we've seen in previous games. And I just think it's because that almost off-the-cuff ability of a Yarmolenko Zinchenko's playing lovely little one-touch triangles at times and passing one touch really is causing a problem for the England back four and Rice and Phillips. Pickford who hops away as he takes that goal kick away towards our right-hand side. Ukraine go all the way back in the second half. The majority of Ukrainian support is away towards our left-hand side. That's where they'll be attacking in that end as Yamalenko couldn't control the ball inside the centre circle. Here is uh, Shaw, he's going to be pursued by Yuramchuk, Sancho and Sterling once again have switched, it's Sancho on the left, Sterling on the right, Sidorchuk just sitting, the shield in front of that central defensive partnership, Karabayev because of the presence of Sancho has to go back and the England supporters who are here in Rome with cries of England, England, but it's Ukraine who come forward. And we're inside the last 60 seconds of this first half of this quarter-final here. And it's with Michaelenko on the far side. It's an right. interesting game now, Deno, isn't it? Really has developed into something very even at times. Ukraine are now getting a little bit more confidence. England haven't quite put their foot down and, and managed to control the game as well as what they would have done. And the Ukraine team are now looking pretty comfortable with the ball. Zinchenko plays Karabayev forward, Karabayev with a cutback to Yarmolenko. Rice was there before his West Ham United teammates to prevent Yarmolenko getting on the ball. Sancho comes forward, he was caught there by Yarmolenko, he still runs forward. Good refereeing by Felix Breek, tried to play the advantage. There was a definite foul, it was good footwork by Sancho as well. Probably haven't seen enough of that no. with him running at the players. 
dropped the shoulder lovely didn't he really dropped the shoulder in there sensed Orchuk completely the wrong way skipped past him and he just clipped his heels on the way through the referee played a good advantage to see what may develop but Sancho pulled up and he, and he pulled it back but they're the type of movements that you want to see from Sancho in the area he's capable of just gliding past players Yarmolenko is actually one of the three Ukrainians in the starting 11 who if he was to be booked would potentially miss a semi-final he would be a little bit fortunate that Felix Brick did play the advantage as we just had a, a rendition of footballs coming home from the England supporters many St George's flags being waved away on the right hand side as we're into three minutes of additional time in this first half on BBC Radio 5 Live and the World Service where England lead by a goal to nil Sterling right hand side looking to run at Michaelenko shown on the inside now goes on the outside strong run by Sterling and wins a corner kick does he or oh, did the last touch the referee will give a goal kick Sterling can't believe it no, we're too far away I, it's I anybody's guess I can't see from here just in the replay oh it's a, it's a it's a tough one to call I think it may just have clipped off Raheem Sterling how grateful are you for this screen here Deno it's it's helping me out a lot because that is a long way over that far side of the pitch it really is but just the purpose of Raheem Sterling when he gets the ball he just lifts it aggressive decision making being direct really has had an impressive first half here is Sancho now picking up the ball in injury time Matt Upson live inside the Stadio Olimpico where England are 1-0 up Rice now has it short of the halfway line Shaw's up with him Kane, Mount, Sancho in field it's interesting that Mount and Kane have come out to the left Sancho goes into a, a central area Calvin Phillips has ventured forward Sterling just provides the, the whip it's, it's been so difficult for Mason Mount to get on the ball I mean the, the numbers in and around that area of the pitch where he wants to operate are, are, are heavy numbers, not a lot of space we haven't seen him really get on it and, and try and create anything if anything he's just done a lot of work tracking back popped up in, in his own box a couple of times in, in key areas but getting that number 10 role on the ball for England at the moment is proving difficult bit of a tussle between Maguire and Yaramchuk uh, Maguire is only now just getting to his feet Yaramchuk came to have words I think there was also something said from Yarmolenko Yarmolenko actually got his yellow card against um, Sweden the other night at Hamden for speaking out of turn and once again he's been quite vociferous and he's been told to calm down by the referee and there's a firm wag of the index finger of the left hand there from Felix Brick, the German official. So in stoppage time in the first half on five live, England lead by a goal to nil. Harry Kane, his 36th goal for his country and that is the goal that separates the two sides at the break. England have had other chances, Kane's header Sancho shooting straight at the goalkeeper. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to TSN Radio and our live coverage of Euro 2020. It is England with a 1-0 lead over the Ukraine. A bunch of moments from this game we got to get into, and that's why we got the lead commentator for One Soccer, the man for so much of the halftime coverage here on TSN Radio. It is Gareth Wheeler. Wheeler, how are you feeling about England so far through the first half do you know what okay i <laughs> i guess like it's a dream start really they're patient score a great goal in the fourth minute raheem sterling 
nice slip pass to Harry Kane, who looks yeah. right back on form. But after that, against a team that's clearly set out to sit back and just really defend, England turned into slow and slower. Like, it was a walking pace out there, especially compared to the, the other games that we've seen at this stage. There's no urgency. There was, you know, which is fine for England because maybe it will work out A-OK. The fact that, you know, they're protecting a lead rather than trying to extend it. But I would love to see that ruthlessness. Like, there's nothing in this Ukrainian side that makes you think that they should be hanging with England, but you saw them kind of grow into the game as the half went on because they weren't yep. really threatened by England, and they and they had a couple half chances later on. Nothing, nothing really worrying cause, but like, just you extend that lead to two nil, and you're just then you're comfortable. Right now, it's just that that early goal doesn't necessarily make you feel comfortable. No, and you saw 42 minutes in, Ukraine with some pressure. I mean, the one shot they had was right, was uh, a little bit right of the net, but it, certainly they were applying pressure. And you're right, it kind of reminds me a little bit, Denmark scores early, then there's not much for them. Um, I don't know about you, but for uh, after Harry Kane, and by the way, again, Raheem Sterling, like a, a foot, an NFL quarterback, just threading it into a super tight window, just a hell of a pass. But beyond, I think, like Declan Rice with a really good strike out 32 and a half minutes in, credit to the U. Ukraine keeper for tracking it, but beyond that Declan Rice moment, I didn't really sense a lot of other times where England was seriously pressing. No urgency. I mean, I don't even need to look up the stats to tell you that the players that have touched the ball more than anyone else on England are the are the center backs, McGuire and Stone, Stones, right. Ad Walker and Rice, who's playing deep. I mean, they're just really passing the ball around the back. To the listeners, if you're familiar with that Simpsons clip where they're kind of mocking <laughs> soccer, yes. it's like yeah, the yeah, three yeah. guys. That's what it kind of is like with Ukraine sitting back. <laughs> now, <laughs> there was the injury uh, to the Ukrainian player, and Shuganov came on, and things have changed as, they, if, as Andrei Shevchenko has played a much more attacking formation. But here's the warning for England, okay? And I, I'm, I'm not sure how much you follow history cause in, in terms of determining future sporting results. But England have scored in the first five minutes previously five times in other Euros. In each and every one of those games, they went on to lose it. 92 oh against Sweden, 96 against Germany, losing penalties, 2000 to Portugal, Oof. 2004 to Portugal, losing on penalties, and 2016, the embarrassment that was the yeah. loss to Iceland. England scored early in all those games. That's why I just don't understand the whole idea of sitting back and maintaining rather than going on and delivering the decisive blow. Yeah, and for Gareth Southgate, just look at um, Spain, Croatia. Look at France up 3-1 against Switzerland. We see this time and time again. Even Spain, you know, Switzerland, that game went into uh, penalties. And at one point it looked like Switzerland was going to beat Spain. Uh, Wheeler, on the, on the other side, a little bit more from this game, but also just uh, general thoughts about what we've seen so far in terms of Italy moving on, Spain moving on, Denmark moving on. So a lot more with uh, Gareth Wheeler. I'm Matthew Cause. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home for Euro 2020. It is 1-0 for England over Ukraine. You are listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. And Gareth, um, big deal, little deal, or no deal in terms of travel, England has traveled 900 miles. Most of their games have been at Wembley. This one, of course, is in Olympico in Rome. While the Ukraine has traveled 3,873 miles. Big deal, little deal, or no deal? It's a huge deal. 
Huge deal, cuz. And yeah. it's, 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 it's magnified when you see the three other teams that are in the Euro semifinals right now. All teams played three home matches during the group stage in this very random Euro tournament. Italy, uh, Spain, Denmark, and now potentially England all benefiting from the fact that they're playing home games. There's, there's an absolute tangible advantage. And it's not just traveling for this game. It's having your home base, you know, your home camp, not being you know, forced to kind of uproot and move on and go to a different surrounding in terms of just preparation. It's, it's, it's just there. being familiar with the environment you're playing in. Like that, it is something to do with everything. And, they, and, and although the play has been outstanding at this Euro, that is the flaw in the concept of expanding this tournament across the continent because it, 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 it just skews so heavily in, in, in certain teams' favor. And uh, I'm not surprised we've seen these teams move through. So we've seen three out of four of the quarterfinal games. I was wondering which team impressed you the most. Italy beating Belgium 2-1. Spain beating Switzerland in penalties. I don't think you're going to pick that one. Or Denmark beating the Czech Republic 2-1. Italy's been the best team throughout this tournament, but but now I think they have a different kind of challenge going up against Spain, especially with Spinozola, who ruptured yeah. his Achilles tendon in the game. So if Florenzi doesn't come back in the team year without your starting left and right back for Italy, and that's a challenge when Spain with Sarabia or Torres or Dani Olmo or whoever you're going to play from those positions, they're dangerous down the flank. They have they 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 really have pace. I think it's going to be a challenge for Luis Enrique to name the right 11, but that's the same thing for Italy and Roberto Mancini. But for me, Italy has to be considered the favorite to go on and win this uh, entire tournament just just based on the depth of talent, the the high quality of play, the experience in the team. It just seems like they're they're unbeaten 32 consecutive games, cause like it's a ridiculous statistic. So it it would be a shock for me uh, if they didn't win it, although, you know, any team that goes on bar Ukraine, if they find a way in this game, has a real puncher's chance here. Uh, Wheeler, your prediction for the second half, you were right on in the first game. You said look for more goals uh, between Denmark and Czech Republic. And early on, Patrick Schick scored for the Czech Republic. Wasn't enough. But any uh, predictions for the second half but with England and Ukraine? I think that England needs to get out of second gear. They need to pick up the pace. I think the adjustments made by Ukraine have suited them. I'm not sure if Gareth Southgate will do the same. Last game against Germany, they played in a 3-5-2, or sorry, a 3-4-3 formation. They they might change back to that. It's all too slow. The central midfield doesn't work for me in a game like this. I'd love to see England change things up, but I'm not sure Gareth Southgate will. Uh, I do think there's goals in this game as well, if England want them. If not, they're going to roll the dice and uh, play themselves into trouble. But I'll go on to say this should end up being comfortable a 3-0 final. We will be hearing for you for the halftime Tuesday and Wednesday, the semifinal matches, which you can hear right here on TSN Radio. Thanks so much, Wheels. Enjoy the second half. Yeah, enjoy the second half, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your weekend as well. We will get you back to Ukraine and England in just a moment right here on TSN Radio. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to TSN Radio. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. TSN Radio, official home for Euro 2020 at Olympico in Rome. It is England with a 1-0 lead over the Ukraine. And England got it off early. Harry Kane scoring in the first four minutes on a brilliant pass, excuse me, 
from Raheem Sterling. Then not a lot of action there. One or two chances. Ukraine also, they had a couple moments late. So we take you back now with the call. Ian Dennis, Matthew Upson, and Juliet Farrington at the pitch. Enjoy the second half. Porters, expats who have traveled here to the Italian capital. That's the end that they are attacking as Harry Kane was just caught by Sidorchuk. Pickford in goal, back four of Walker, Maguire, Stones and Shaw. Rice and Phillips, the two holders. And then you've got Sancho on the right, Mason Mount, Raheem Sterling and Harry Kane. And it's Harry Kane's goal that separates the two sides. But there is still a long way to go. Work still to do for England. They have... A free kick, about 10 yards in from the left touch line. It's going to be sure to take it, and it comes down there! Planted! And Harry Maguire gets on the end of it! He scored in the World Cup quarter-final, and now he's on the score sheet in Rome! Breathing space on a stifling night in the Italian capital! England are closing in on the semi-finals, 2-0! Get in there, Harry Maguire, what a header, fantastic header, brilliant delivery from Luke Shaw with his left foot, just caught Ukraine cold, weren't ready for the quality of delivery, it's almost a free he header from Maguire, but doesn't he punch it into that far corner, fabulous contact with the ball, he looks on side, Zinchenko just drops a little bit earlier, once he gets the wrong side of the defender, he's got too much strength, too much weight in his body just to hold him off. Matvienko tries to get back and he just guides it into that far post. Brilliant header from Maguire. Fantastic start from England. Brilliant start. Nine of England's 12 goals in the World Cup in Russia came from set pieces. Until then, England hadn't scored from a set piece. They were kings of the set plays in Russia. And now they reign in Rome, leading by two goals to nil so early in the second half. The perfect start in the first half, and what a start after the restart, Chris Waddle. Yeah, a brilliant start. I mean, the set piece, you always fancy England with set pieces, and we've been taught about how Ukraine are nice on the ball, but defensively, you ask them questions, they can't deal with it. And I remember, it's a great header, by the way, great ball in by Shaw, great header, and uh, that really now England are in total control of this football match. Well, they are, I mean, still yet to concede. The only side who had yet to concede in this tournament at the start of the second half, it was 617 minutes since England last conceded. You've only, I think, throughout the whole tournament seen two teams come from behind to win. And I don't think anybody's come from behind 2-0 to actually claim victory. So England, it's theirs to lose now. What a, what a settling goal as well, Demo, isn't it? You know, the, the chat that we've had at half-time they've walked off the pitch and it's all, always a little bit like Ukraine is really starting to get back in this game we're not sure how this second half's going to go but to score like that so early on really good set piece just settles it down perfectly allows England to to just maybe just manage the game make good choices in right areas be really solid and what a boost for Harry Maguire looking at his body language now his chest is puffed out his shoulders are back, he's really into this game and trying to organise the back four. He now as well will have to maintain his discipline, of course. He's uh, one of those three players in this England starting eleven on a yellow card that would rule him out of the semi-final because it looks like it's going to be a date with the Danes on Wednesday night at, uh, at Wembley uh, because the yellow cards get wiped, they get expunged 
after this quarter-final. It means that nobody can miss the final through the accumulation of yellow cards. It's the yellow shirts that will have to start building up now in an attacking sense for Ukraine as they trail 2-0. Five Live and the World Service. Don't forget as well, you can listen and watch through the BBC iPlayer every time a match is on the BBC. That option is always available from BBC Radio 5 Live. But the onus now is on Ukraine and it will only mean that England will just have more space to run into. Good discipline there from Jaden Sancho, really good position, blocked the pass, Mason. sets Mason Mount away. He's forward, he finds Sterling inside the penalty area, cross comes in from the left, Harry Kane with a downward header, England have got a third goal, England lead Ukraine 3-0, they're going home, but they're not going out, Wembley awaits in the semi-finals at Euro 2020, Harry Kane's third goal of the tournament, it's 3-0 and the England fans are dancing in Rome. This left-hand side of England's been absolutely fabulous going forward all night. Luke Shaw again gets so advanced, so high up the pitch. It's a lovely lofted ball. The move starts with the, the regain of possession from Sancho. Tactically brilliant position. Shaw's cross is fabulous. Yes, it's suspect market in the box. The Ukraine haven't picked up. How can you leave Harry Kane that kind of space? But the delivery is absolutely spot on. Six yards out, right in front of goal. Harry Kane powers the header down. Brilliant move from England. Really good play all round defensively and a great attacking change of gear. Mahopsen says right in front of goal, right in front of Juliet Ferrington. And those two goals, Harry Kane just a few moments ago and before that Harry Maguire as well. But when Harry Kane scored, he ran to the corner and there was a banner put up. Harry, can I have your shirt? Declan Rice turned around to the fans and punched and kind of cheated them on because you sense that England and the fans want more. But the thud, the thud off Harry Maguire's head when he connected with the ball, so much louder than Harry Kane's. But who cares? England 3-0 up. Two goals in the opening, what, six minutes of this second half. England now are in, they're in the dream position, leading 3-0. I mean, you can just tell, can't you? You look at the players, what that does to, the, to, to, to their body language, to the energy, and also they're able to be disciplined, which England have been so good at. They haven't got to venture out too far from their shape. It's going to be interesting how long that Gareth Southgate leaves it like this now. 3-0, really comfortable scoreline. It's a huge ask for Ukraine to do anything in this game now. They've really got to step it up if they've got any hope of getting back into it. But it's just not going to happen with the way England are playing. They're on the front foot. The confidence is high. There's never been an occasion in a quarter-final of a major tournament where England now... I won't... Oh, I'll go on, it. I will go on. say it. Or on easy street. Because <laughs> it's never happened before. 66-1-0 against Argentina. Italia 93-2 against Cameroon after extra time. The torture of beating Spain on penalties in Euro 96. Sweden 2-0. But now 3-0. And it's Kesara that the England fans are singing. Going to Wembley. England are back at Wembley. Where of course they have been so commanding in this tournament. And leading by three goals to nil. Sit back. Soak it up. And enjoy it. England lead 3-0 doesn't happen very often what a luxury what a luxury it really is but they've earned it they've worked themselves into this position there's been a lot of chat about not 
not creating that many opportunities which haven't happened and when you don't concede goals you don't need that many opportunities to win a game and when you've got players with the quality that we have and the, and the the finishing instinct we've had and the quality of delivery has been absolutely spot on today whenever that opportunity is arose either Shaw Sterling Sancho Kane's in there to finish it off but the quality into him has really been there and Ukraine just haven't coped they haven't had anywhere near enough defensively to cope with the movement and the quality of what we've showed tonight and the luxury Matt of being in this position now is that Gareth Southgate is able to make changes then we're going to have a double change I can certainly see Jordan Henderson coming on down below now now he can start to think bookings yellow cards no now England are in a position when you're bringing on a player the experience of, of Jordan Henderson you can start to think about possibly what players either you want to rest or players on bookings England lead by three goals to nil two goals in a four minute period in the second half and they're three nil up here is Harry Kane it's Harry Kane and Raheem Sterling as the ball is played back by Sancho final instructions being given now to Jordan Henderson he played his part in that goal Sancho he played his part in his position he made a good decision to drop off what we're talking about that that discipline just to keep your shape along the line of the pass where he knew the ball was going to go he intercepted it and set England off on that attack with Mason Mount Yarmolenko on that far side will retrieve it there'll be some heavy legs for Ukraine now maybe all of a sudden when you're 3-0 down in a game the effects of that other night against Sweden on Tuesday evening will just start to eventually kick on when they were into extra time they look a a beaten side now down there all in yellow Zinchenko Jordan Henderson waiting to uh, to come on for what will be his third appearance in these finals all of them off the bench after the Czech Republic and Germany and an opportunity to bring on the experience of the 31 year old to gain his 62nd cap for his country so I'd imagine it'll be one of Rice or Phillips will be coming off one of those players who've had to be so careful on a yellow card up towards Sterling on the left-hand side but England lead 3-0 what an achievement it's going to be for Gareth Southgate don't forget 6.06 coming up at 10.15 and we have the technology in place to bring you live reaction into 6.06 with Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton the lines are open 08085909 and 6.93 but it's going to be Italy-Spain on Tuesday at Wembley Denmark against England who will meet at Wembley on Wednesday night and it is going to be Declan Rice who's going to be coming off and Jordan Henderson is going to be coming on and he acknowledges the England support in all areas of the Stadio Olimpico well he's just had a fabulous tournament so far Declan Rice what he offers the team the defensive strength the protection that he gives the back four that maturity he has of a player of his age and, and appearances is, is absolutely phenomenal and what a character great character in the group can understand why Gareth Southgate took him off took him off because he's going to be crucial in the next round for England 3-0 England's record win in the Euros is that 4-1 success against the Dutch in uh, in 96 one more goal and they could be setting that record too remember they're on course to try and achieve seven successive clean sheets which has never been done by an England side before 
Harry Kane picks it up. But he's on course for a hat trick. He's already scored three for his country. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just before Rice goes off, and then the foul was given there. I can't remember whether the ball came from the right back position in the Ukraine team into tried to get it into Yuremchuk. Maguire was so tight to him, really pressurising him. Rice was, Rice was sniffing about in front of him. They managed to win the ball, steal the ball. It's that type of thing that England have done so well. That that instinct, that that that, that defensive responsibility that they've shown all over the pitch from from attack to defence has been really good. It really is a, a, a solid team at the moment. And like you say, the clean sheets is just a clear indicator of that. Such a difficult defence to break down, and it's proven that in this tournament. They're playing with such confidence, they're keeping the ball at the back. Henderson plays it all the way back to Jordan Pickford. The Ukrainian support, the majority on that left-hand side have been silenced as Walker infield now to Calvin Phillips, able to turn, quickly releases the ball, Maguire forward now. Here is Mason Mount running forward, Mason Mount looking for Harry Kane. Cut out by Zabani to Sidorchuk, pressed by Jordan Henderson, chested forward by Kyle Walker, and England win the ball back. They're suffocating oh, the Ukrainians. Fabulous, fabulous play. Great passing, breaking lines. Mason Mount receiving the ball on his back foot on the turn. Brilliant take. It was a difficult ball to take in. He just tries to slide Kane in, in behind. Unfortunately, I think it might have been Matvienko just read the pass, but lovely play again from England. So relaxed and so smooth. And looking to come forward at every opportunity. They're relaxed. The game looks safe for England. And remember that statistic about Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling, he'll be wanting to get on the score sheet as well. He's got a, a couple of assists, but he's had such a, a terrific tournament so far. But it's Harry Kane with two and Harry Maguire as well finally from a set piece he was only saying yesterday when we were talking to him it's about time that we scored from a set piece Sancho now on the right hand side can't get past his, uh, his marker on this near side the left which is Michaelenko and it's cleared out of play for a throw and you look at the quality and the strength and depth that England have and those beleaguered Ukrainian defenders are looking at Phil Foden Marcus Rashford and Jack Grealish warming up right in front of them yeah well Gareth Southgate, Steve Holland, deep in conversation for some time now, just standing outside of the England bench in the technical area. And I'm sure that's exactly what that conversation is, Deno. They're looking at it thinking, who can we take off? Who should we bring on? How are we going to manage this game out? They've got Jordan Henderson on the pitch, which is a, a big plus point. And I think from now on, they're going to start to just slowly bring players off, rest them, give players some minutes. They've, they've really worked hard into this position in the game. What a luxury for both of them I'm, I'm not sure if they were anticipating having those conversations with what an hour gone and England 3-0 up Matt Upson former England central defender with us here live in the Stadio Olimpico Michael Richards Chris Waddle Karen Carney back in the studio in Salford with, uh, with Mark Chapman on a night where England are heading through and they're heading through comfortably leading Ukraine by three goals to nil not since 66 and 68 will have their reach back-to-back semi-finals and a major final. And for Gareth Southgate, he is going to become the first England manager to win four knockout games. He will go above Bobby Robson. He will go above Sir Alf Ramsey. Gareth Southgate, he did it in, in Russia, creating something special. Something special happening in these Euros. 
as Calvin Phillips spreads a high diagonal ball to Mason Mount that will go out of play as it brushes the uh, the body of Michaelenko and out of play it goes for a throw when I spoke to him yesterday I said what what is it what do you create what is it that's so special I surround myself with good people competent people as the England fans in that chant of football's coming home once again sung with gusto away towards our right hand side because England are bossing this game Sterling at a walking pace back with short and Ukraine just can't get anywhere near it ball chip forward long aimed towards Sterling comes out oh. towards Kane who hits it full on the volley what a way that would have been to bring up your hat-trick he hit it left-footed and Bushyan somehow somehow managed to get the ball away that would have been a spectacular effort wow Harry Kane that is a fantastic reaction strike and that's a good save top top save that is from Bushyan brilliant reaction but with his left foot I mean the confidence is sky high Harry Kane at the moment two goals in this game that very nearly was a hat-trick what a strike with his left foot on the volley Mason Mount with a corner kick and it comes downward header downward header and Jordan Henderson Jordan Henderson has scored his first goal for his country as England are running riot and that will mean so much for Jordan Henderson he was the first midfielder to reach 50 caps with no goals he missed the penalty against Romania and he met that corner and England with another set piece have got a fourth goal Ukraine nil England four we said at the start England expects well they have delivered and they have delivered some 4-0 we're in absolute dreamland at the moment England cruise control another set piece Ukraine don't know how to deal with it too stagnant with the marking nobody attacks the ball but it's good movement from Jordan Henderson he certainly does attack the ball gets his head on the end of it, end of it and just guides it into the bottom corner a simple goal from England but in absolute dreamland at the moment it would have meant so much for Jordan Henderson Juliet Farrington and you could tell by the, the smile, the huge gleaming smile on Jordan Henderson's face, how much that did actually mean. We haven't seen that smile for so long. And I don't know, I can just see over there if you want to take it away. Uh, triple substitution on the cards for England. Yeah, triple substitution is being made. Whilst it's being made, Chris Waddle, what are your thoughts? Uh, it's how many you want to score. They've been excellent second half. The tempo's been right. And once that second goal went in, uh, you, we, we kept talking about how bad Ukraine were defensively. Set pieces. I mean, the goals are a joke for them. But England's tempo's been brilliant in second half. And it's listen, they could get five, six, seven if they want to. Well, already it's looking like it could well be a record win. And Matt Upson, not surprised to see Gareth Southgate taking full advantage, but he's giving such an ovation to Raheem Sterling. Pat on the hand, pat on the back, because he's been terrific again. Top draw, absolutely top draw. Star man in this performance, Raheem Sterling. He really has took the game to Ukraine. So aggressive right from the start. The intent that he had with his play and the quality that he's got at the moment. This confidence oozing out of him with, in it, with an England shirt on. And I'm not surprised to see him come off the pitch, give him a break, keep him fresh for the semi-final. So the changes that we've seen, Trippier has come on for sure, Rashford has replaced Sterling and Jude Bellingham coming on 
for Calvin Phillips. And we're not even midway through the second half, and England lead by four goals to nil. How are you feeling if you're a, a, a Ukraine defender right now? And you've just seen the fresh legs come on the pitch. They're a little bit leggy as it is. They're not defending well. They look tired on set pieces. Nobody's locking in to, to the men. They're very static. To see those changes in the pace that's just come on the pitch with Marcus Rashford, I mean, how that's going to impact the game. And if England still want more and they're positive and they break the lines and they're progressive with their passing, they could really start to tear this apart. Not that they haven't done so already, but it could get messy. England's unbeaten run is going to be extended to 11. Just a, a word of caution. They failed to score five times now in their last 31 games, but two of those five have been against the Danes. So they'll look to try and settle that score on Wednesday night because Gareth Southgate is in a position of luxury with 66 minutes played that his side are leading 4-0 and already he can start plotting and planning for that semi-final and it is a remarkable achievement let's not forget that the first time in 53 years that they're at back-to-back semi-finals of a major tournament well there's another set piece at the moment Marcus Rashford just a brilliant driving run on the left-hand side went past two or three players and Another corner for England, this could be dangerous as well. In comes the corner kick, it's delivered towards the far post. And Maguire on the stretch cannot get there and it will go out of play for uh, for a throw. You you ask Gareth Southgate, what what, he, what does he do? How does he get this this type of reaction? I think he has, he has so much depth to this squad. And, and I don't mean in terms of quality of play, I mean how he looks at them. I think how he treats people how he communicates with people and, and, he, and he sees things in their training, in their body language that aren't really probably that much to do with football at times. It's about how they are, what mood they're in, how they're coping. And I think he looks into all these little things and he has people around him, good people around him that can see that as well. Little snippets of information. It really does form a strong bond in the group. The way he treats people and communicates with the players is a, such a high advanced level. You're really seeing a, a good reaction from the group in this tournament. It's, it's been fantastic so far from England. Well, stay tuned to BBC Radio 5 Live because we'll try and bring you as much live reaction pitch side here in Rome in the Stadio Olimpico into 606, which is coming up with Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton. 08085 909 693 is the usual number to call because England are going through to the semi finals and they lead by four goals to nil and only now are we at the midway point of the second half we were saying at half time still work to do don't rule out ukraine but ukraine have just simply been blown away well that now it's four nil i just wanted to ask you deno if you're going to celebrate with a ham and cheese toasty later well I'll, to be honest with you I'll, I'll celebrate with anything if i can get my hands on it here in uh, in uh, in rome and I'll make the most of it because when we get back we're isolated for five days <laughs> it's been worth it this really has been worth it hasn't it to see this display the result at the moment so privileged to be in the ground and, and witness this type of performance in the second half England have kept the ball so well the passing's been better it's been crisp they've moved it quickly whether it's sideways or not doesn't matter they've really wrapped the passes in and when they've upped that tempo as Chris Waddle's spoken about most of the game Ukraine just cannot deal with them. 
Well, England's last time here in the Stadio Olimpico as Sancho picks up the ball. Manchester United's new signing passes it to his new club mate, Marcus Rashford. They combine. Sancho in the penalty area snuffed out. England's last visit here in 97 when you might remember Paul Ince blooded and bandaged. It was Paul Gascoigne's last competitive match actually for England in that goalless draw where they qualified for the World Cup in 98 as Pickford comes out, slices it, didn't really get on that. Comes out then to Yamchuk and his effort was low and blocked and England have recovered at the back because they'll want to keep that clean sheet. But Rome was a special night that night. Gareth Southgate was a player, he was part of it. This is a special night. And he is a manager, although at the minute he's not too happy with that no. lapse of concentration. No, and in fairness to Jordan Pickford, he's holding his hand up, he's patting his chest, he's saying it's on me, it's my mistake. His starting position wasn't bad, a tiny bit of hesitation, but he just didn't read the bounce of the ball. Tried to almost get his left foot up and get a bit of shape on the volley clearance and he just sliced it straight up in the air put his team in a little bit of trouble enough if I think I'm not sure if it was Yeremchuk or or one of the players if he'd have come onto it and just lobbed him he was off his line if there'd have been a good connection could have easily conceded a goal and you're right I think you'd see a real bad reaction from him and the back four that that clean sheet even though it's it's 4-0 and it may not have a bearing on this result but as a defender as a goalkeeper and I think all across this team because they've defended so well as a team it's so important to hang on to that clean sheet. It means the world. And that's what you want to see in your players. You want to see that reaction, that desire, no matter what the scoreline, not to concede a goal. It's the pride of the back four, especially, and the goalkeeper. So to see a goal go in would be a real dent in that. Whilst you were talking there, Matt, and the official attendance tonight in a, in a ground that would normally hold 70,000 is 11,880. Wow. But there, I just took my headphones off and there's a buzz there is just a buzz around the stadium and it is emanating for anybody wearing a white or red or indeed a royal blue england shirt because they've witnessed a performance here where they're going through to a semi-final there'll be the clamor of course maybe for, for tickets i don't know it's probably already sold out for that semi-final but that the expectations will continue to rise as england lead ukraine 4-0 and Dominic Calvert-Lewin is going to be coming on. It will be the fifth and final change made by Gareth Southgate. So again, what trust that he has in Phillips and Maguire, who's on a yellow card, presuming that they stay on the pitch, and it's Harry Kane who, who comes off. He's going to rest one more player. England will fly back tonight. They will fly back triumphant. With 18 minutes remaining. It certainly hasn't felt like the stadium's that empty, has it? So no. you, you listen to that number, I mean, hats off to the supporters and especially those England fans behind the goal. They've been in a great position to see plenty of goals right behind Bushgan's goal. But, but they've, they've done themselves proud. The support they've given this evening has been absolutely first class. And this is the ovation for the England captain, Harry Kane. England supporters rising to their feet. There's a high fire and a slap on the base of the back from Sancho to Harry Kane. He's embraced by Gareth Southgate. Dominic Calvert-Lewin comes on. Six goals. He was the golden boot in Russia. He's taken his tally to three in the Euros. He moves to 37.
he moved within three of Michael Owen as England are hungry for more goals and what has been such a thoroughly enjoyable evening as Ukraine, the underdogs, first time in the knockout stages have been put to the sword here in Rome very nearly a hat-trick from Harry Kane as well I mean his left foot volley was, was definitely good value for a hat-trick but with those goals tonight and, and how England are playing, there's absolutely no doubt that he'll be eyeing that top scorer in this competition. He'll want the golden boot. That's how driven he is as the type of person he is. He wants those personal goals as well as the collective ones. Opportunity for Makarenko to, uh, to come forward. Makarenko who replaced Sidujuk earlier in the game. Shot comes in from distance from uh, Macarena beaten out by uh, by Jordan Pickford again you've got to praise the concentration levels from Pickford because hasn't really had much to do no and he, and he doesn't and he never looks calm does he I mean with 4-0 but he never looks that, that calm goal he's very animated Jordan Pickford he wears it out there with his facial expression and how he is but he, opt, he opts to just punch this ball it's flying right at him but there's a fair bit of movement on it and if you're not sure as a goalkeeper and you, and you don't know whether your handling can just cope with that kind of dip on the ball, I suppose it is a safer option just to parry it out. But he does parry it high and just outside the 18-yard box. But some might say it was a bit of a bizarre choice, but he got the job done. Let's go pitch side again here in the Stadio Olimpico. Juliet Ferrington. Where the flag of St George is waving proudly behind me and the chance of we want five. They want five more before, five more, though that would be nice. They want one more at least before the 90 is over. We want five is the, the chance and the support and England, as you say, in absolute cruise control here as they go on another attack. Sancho with a cross from the right-hand side kept out. And out of play it goes for, uh, for a throw. It'll be an England throw, level with the penalty area on this right-hand side. Gareth Southgate just talking, get his instructions across, telling John Stones and Harry Maguire just to calm down. I mean, even, even now at this, this stage, he's still trying yeah. to get messages across to his players. It doesn't matter what stage of the game, what minute, what the scoreline is. It's just it's a mentality, it's a culture. It's something that's being developed with England from Gareth Southgate, and you can see it on the pitch. Just a moment ago, it was a fantastic ball from Jordan Henderson. One touch round the corner over the top to set, set away another attack. And he's had some impact on the game, hasn't he, since he's come on. Defensively good, scored a goal. His passing has been good. It's really reassuring to see him come on and, and, and look as good as what he has done. On my little screen to my right-hand side, it says England currently qualifying to the semi-final. And it will be Denmark who they will play against the Czech Republic, uh, sorry, after they beat the Czech Republic by two goals to one earlier today. The quartet, that semi-final lineup, is now known. Both games live on BBC Radio 5 Live. More live sport tomorrow from midday on 5 Live. The England-Sri Lanka in the third, one-day international. 5 Live Formula 1 with the Austrian Grand Prix. Wimbledon, of course, resumes on Monday at midday with Gigi Salmon and Tony Livesey. So there's certainly enough to pass everybody's interest but again that clamour that excitement will build can you believe what the hype will be like by the time Wednesday comes around Matt Upson no I can't I can't after this and, and, and you have to say rightly so you can't get too carried away you always have to stay grounded but England look very assured really in control 
couple of hairy moments in this game towards the middle of, of, of the first half and, and the end of the, the first half is a little bit in the balance but the start of the second half so impressive to come out with the confidence better with the ball move the ball quicker better passing and Jaden Sancho still on the pitch it's good for him to get a full 90 minutes under his belt I'm sure Gareth Southgate will be pleased with his performance too England lead by four goals to nil 13 minutes remain on a night which will certainly set many many records Yarmolenko inside Yaramchuk back to Makarenko and Andrei Shevchenko who played against England on five occasions when he was a player and he was some player as I'm sure you know he only scored one goal in a 2-1 defeat he won one and lost four that was actually in that game where you were part of the squad mat in Dnipro Petrovska in 2009 as Ukraine are on the attack now and there is Harry Maguire to cut it out and out of play it goes for a throw his first Premier League goal was for Chelsea in a 2-1 defeat at Middlesbrough where Gareth Southgate got their first win in the Premier League as Middlesbrough manager and Gareth Southgate coming out on top with a scoreline that he said when we spoke to him yesterday I won't be satisfied if we're going home on Sunday well they're going home tonight he's going home with a smile on his face because England will still be in the competition leading by four goals to nil at Wembley at Wembley by the way where they've won 25 of their 28 competitive home matches since 2012 here is Zinchenko out towards the far side Yamalenko in the penalty area gets the shot away blocked out behind it goes for a corner kick and even now even when the game is safe England's desire to get another clean sheet is apparent for all to see just another little change of gear from Ukraine moved the ball nicely wide to the right hand side but such as you mentioned the desire of the England players we've got some fresh legs on the pitch as well now able to get out smother the ball wide corner comes in from the right hand side it's an in swinger met though by Dominic Calvin-Lewin at the, at the near post as England lead 4-0 and we have 10 minutes remaining of normal time England win the ball over on that far side and it's uh, dragged all the way back and then played back towards Pickford and Pickford puts his left foot through that and there's no way that Marcus Rashford is going to get on the end of it so they've won 25 of the 28 competitive home games at Wembley the two defeats were against Spain and Denmark I should add in 2020 and of course the draw against Scotland but during those matches they've scored 77 goals and only conceded nine it's a very very impressive record it's a record that will certainly be the foundations as they look to try and be in the final next weekend five live and all the build-up between now and Wednesday with the daily Euros and we'll get all the reaction as well for you if you're unable to stay with 606 and Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton then the Daily Euros to be downloaded in the morning will bring you all the reaction from here in Rome available through BBC Sounds and of course through BBC Sounds you can still listen to BBC Radio 5 Live but what a night here in Rome just looking at John Stones as well we haven't really mentioned his name particularly but he's been a huge part of this performance too his positioning sometimes as a centre-back he is the type of centre-back that can go through a game a little bit undetected 
you know, he's, he's, not, he's not a player that is at the forefront all the time, but what he does in terms of his positioning, the way he covers Harry Maguire, it's been really, really good. He drops off at the right time, very comfortable with the ball. He's looking a far more assured, confident centre-back than what I've seen him before in an England shirt. And why shouldn't he feel like that? We look so solid at the back. Ball hit up towards Rashford. Rashford trying to get on the end of it, but racing away from him. And nine minutes remain. But Ukraine nil, England four. And England going through to the last four of the Euros. Italy, Spain, England, Denmark. The Danes have been impressive for what they've had to experience, of course, on their opening game against Finland. But know each other well, the two sides, from their encounters in the, uh, in the Nations League. But England forward, Trippier on that far side in field to Mason Mount, who I'm sure will benefit from the 90-minute run-out. I mean, I know at times you said that he wasn't on the ball as much in the first half after, of course, he had to self-isolate Sancho on this right-hand side. Sancho now goes on the outside of Makalenko. He's into the penalty area. Makalenko gets goal side, and the referee suggests that there was a foul there. It'll be a free kick to Ukraine. Wow, what a recovery piece of defending from Makalenko. It's absolute odds on that Jaden Sancho got the better of him there. He had the yard, he was across his body, but Makalenko does brilliantly to get back in, get his body in, shields the ball out and wins the foul. Fantastic piece of defending. Here is Ukraine forward now. Zinchenko to Makarenko. Left-footed chipping it out to Karavayev, but closed down. But back to Mason Mount, though, Deno. I think a lot of that not being able to get on the ball was just the, the, the nature of the game more than anything. I know that you can allude to the fact that he, he wasn't sharp enough or movement wasn't good enough. I think it was so congested. Here is Juramchuk on the edge of the area, looking for a consolation. Just stepping forward was Bellingham up to Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin plays it back. That opportunity. I mean, Gareth Southgate at the start of the tournament, he didn't want 26 in a squad. He, uh, he only wanted 23 because he felt it left more unhappy players. I mean, White, Saka and James are the unlucky three not to be involved in the matchday squad. But if anything, and the way that he's just moved things around, it's just added to the strength and depth and the quality that England are able to use. I mean, Phil Foden and Jack Grealish, but not required tonight. No, but, it, but it, you know, you can do that. He's so inclusive of every player, Gareth Southgate. You saw his... The first thing he did after we beat Germany at Wembley was turn to the bench and, and, and hug and congratulate all, all the substitutes that hadn't played that much of a, of a part. That's the type of manager, that's the feeling he's created in this group. And it's inclusive of everyone and you can see that everyone's happy to step in, do their bit for the team and when they need to drop out for whatever reason, they do it, they accept it. Doesn't seem to be any sulking, any, anybody complaining about it. And that's the vibe that you get out of this group. That's the vibe that he's created in the England camp. And it's powerful. It's a powerful thing to happen. And the next game, you'd have to say that, that Denmark have a little bit of that too. They've got something going on. Every player's excelling. They're playing maybe beyond their, their usual levels. It's going to be a really interesting matchup for sure. Can I just say that we are in Rome and we're not in Madrid? If you heard the Olays in the background whilst Matt was talking, that was because England were just 
keeping the ball and passing it at will, stroking it around, so comfortable, so commanding. And the England supporters who are here thoroughly enjoying the experience. Ukraine now a forward, so the Olays have stopped. England lead by four goals to nil. Sancho nipping back inside his own penalty area. Yaramchuk trying to pull it back. There is Jordan Henderson. And England bring the ball away, and it's Sancho, head down, coming forward, and passes the ball to Rashford, he lets it run through to Trippier. Rashford now has gone on ahead of Trippier, but Trippier turns and apologises because he was slowing the move down and unable to pick out the pass to Rashford. But the Olays will start again, and this is a quarter-final of a major tournament. And I've got a, a smiling Matt Upson alongside me. <laughs> I, I couldn't help it, Beno, you, you were just talking, and all... I don't know, it just hit me and the smile just came out. I, I am smiling. I'm so happy to see this type of performance and the control that we've had. Yes, you're going you're gonna to play against better teams than Ukraine, no doubt. Better teams defensively for sure. They haven't been at it defensively tonight. But nonetheless, it's just so, so enjoyable to see a game of this type of pressure that we're in this position at this stage and, and looking just as comfortable as what, as what we have been most of the game. Comfortable, enjoyable and relishing the challenge that's ahead because Gareth Southgate yesterday was saying about the players after the euphoria of beating Germany, they've had the psychologists on board, they wanted to try and bring them back down and press the reset button. He felt that coming to Rome rather than be at Wembley be hard to replicate that atmosphere of that amazing sound that we heard on BBC Radio 5 Live with John Murray and Chris Waddle on Tuesday night once again. And so they actually felt that the, the change of scenery would be beneficial. It certainly has proved that way when they flew into Italy yesterday and they'll fly back tonight and then they'll look to recover. He didn't want to overload the players, but they were able to draw on the experience of Samara three years ago. And the players know what's expected. The players know that they're capable of going further in this competition. And that confidence will continue to grow as they lead by four goals to nil. And what has been an emphatic night. And the England supporters once again find their voices. The players said they will create their own atmosphere and they've certainly done that. They really have. And, and they've given the supporters something to shout about. The goals in the second half at that end has been absolutely fabulous for the England fans who have made it here. They really have chipped in. It's been The noise has been outstanding, you have to say, with the size of the stadium. It really has echoed round the ground at times. Don't forget, 6.06 coming up at a quarter past ten. Alistair Bruce Ball and Chris Sutton taking your calls. Usual number as John Stones just slips, quickly springs back to his feet, plays it forward. Ukraine with Yamalenko can't carve the ball out to Karabayev. And as the ball is played forward, England, I don't think... Not many had many scares this second half. That one when Pickford maybe came out. Just that, just that. I mean, Ukraine haven't had the ball into their danger players at all. Shaparenko, Yarmolenko, Yeremchuk's barely had a kick. Who, to the end of the first half, were looking a little bit lively. It has to be said, whenever they got in and around the edge of the 18-yard box of England's penalty area, they've got players in in the team that are clever. They lift balls over. Got a bit of strength and power. Yeremchuk, great in the air. He's a powerful lad, he's very direct and a couple of scares, it has to be said. But in this second half, right from the off, I mean, the, the early goal, Deno, is so settling, isn't it? Harry, Harry Maguire powers that header in. 
it just knocks the stuff in out of Ukraine and they, they haven't recovered. Well now Andrei Shevchenko is just going to make a, a triple substitution and uh, Sudakov is one of the players who's going to be coming on. You're going to get Dovbik who got that dramatic winner against Sweden on Tuesday night and also we are going to see Alexander Timshuk who again like Sudakov has had no game time in these Euros so I mean that is just an opportunity for Shevchenko to say to those players you have played at a major tournament but it's not a night that they will remember with very fondly at all because they've been trounced and the second half you can't fault England no you, you really can't you cannot fault England the application the discipline all the things that we've spoke about that what they've done well in this tournament it's been a surprise package to a degree you know the, the attacking sense that, that everyone's excited about really wasn't firing early on it's the discipline the togetherness the unity that, that, that this group have on the pitch it allows them to play in this work in this way and they've got players that turn up with real quality at times like Raheem Sterling Harry Kane Henderson clears the ball away downfield we're going to find out how much stoppage time there will be because by my watch the 90 minutes have just ticked by and in fact there is no time for those players to get game time because the referee has sounded his final whistle and England have recorded an emphatic victory and they've set up a day an impressive win for England defeating an incredible match as England is going on to the semi-finals with a 4-0 win over the Ukraine and the Raheem Sterling to Shaw to Harry Kane connection. We saw it again. They made it 3-0. That essentially put the game away. But really, maybe even before that, the Harry Maguire one. An incredible performance by England, who got up early 1-0. And then after that, was conservative in the first half. Not so in the second. You are listening to TSN Radio, your official home of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. So here is what we've got coming up. Tuesday, 3 o'clock. Spain versus Italy. And then Wednesday, the Cinderella story. Denmark taking on this English squad. The semifinals, the, any one of these teams could win it all. Two incredible matchups next week. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you so much for being part of our coverage. You've been listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here.